Welcome to episode 31 of Storytelling. Today we have the conversation whereby a few friends and avid listeners have joined me on a web chat to discuss the podcast and their favourite episodes. I'm joined by Guler, Amaya, Bernard, Trevor, Sean, Chris and Tony. Some of you wanted to join me today to discuss some of your favourite episodes. I, th- I think the last one was really good. Yeah, I do. I think it's really good with the, uh, the, the you know, the way that you did the, the dramatisation, the yeah. Christmas Carol thing. It was and really, really good. good. And, and the music. And- I think the last one was an improvement of something you've done earlier on. Have you enjoyed doing all your podcasts season? I have enjoyed it. It has come with some trials and tribulations. When I initially started the podcast, I thought that I had lots of material, lots of content to use. It turned mm. out when I started, I realised I didn't. So a lot of the episodes I had to prepare from scratch. And there were, were some moments where I would wake up the night before and not know what I was going to talk about the next day. Well, you've well, done so far then. Going up to number 30, you've done well. Thank you very much. you have something like a schedule of topics or subjects you wanted to cover or do you just do it by inspiration on that weekend most of the time it's inspiration and I initially started I started off with a plan and then as time went on depending on what was happening around me at that given time I would get an inspiration and I would create something I I mean I think it's still really well done because because if you if you say only had like six or ten tensions you could have all prepared and had an idea of what each would be but because it's such a long stretch 30 weeks is like you know it's like a half a year and I think it's great the way you've just you know let inspiration come to you and then just just do it. But the beautiful thing you did you did so well here is that the the theme music continually went the same, which is really nice because it keeps recognizing and 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 your voice as well, which is quite calming. Yeah. Some of them are really you know the, I think there was one meditation one. It felt like it because you've got quite a meditation type of voice. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I think my I, my favourite was the one that um, my favourite episode was one that you did very recently and we spoke about and had such a profound effect on me. I hadn't even realised it. And it was the thankful one. Mm. Okay. And, and I hadn't... Yeah, and I hadn't realised. So at the same time as you you released that, I was having a conversation with my wife about... Um, so I hadn't realised that people were being made redundant and had already lost their homes and were homeless. And I listened, listened to your thankfulness as well, and it just had so much impact. So I woke up a little while ago in the morning, about four o'clock, suddenly worried about all these little kids who weren't going to have Christmas. 
and just felt that I wanted to do something. We spoke about that. Yeah. Because I, I, I told you that the effect it had. And I think if, if it had that effect on me, your episodes must be having a profound effect on a lot of other people. And I'd like to know what effects you've had on other people here. Who's been affected by a podcast? Well, I can tell you now that from my the I wouldn't say the podcasts have affected me innately really deeply because I think that it's um, I, it's me it's about how Debbie's put all the everything together and you know like for example the, the last one really was really impressive really good um, really affected me but I really liked it you know and and I think these I think that the podcast is part more like a book you know when you when you uh, when you put something out there it's going to have a different effect on different uh, with different people you know um, it just could be one episode mine you might need to listen to it again you know what I mean and just go over it. It's 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 out there now, and um, some of those episodes are uh, because there are they are out there. Um, it could be six months time from now, or, or even a year. All of a sudden, more people are listening, um, and it grow even more. You know, it's it's it's. Um, I I I've liked all of them. Um, I I particularly like the ones where she's dramatized it. Like I said, like the last one. Another one that you did, Debbie, where you dropped this. Another oh, this is when you uh, were, so you're, you're talking about time one or something. It was good. Where she meets her her past self. My 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 younger self. Yeah, when you meet a past self, I really yeah, I like I like I like those 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 things. I think that those ones make you feel. Um, even the last one makes you feel more reflective. If if you want, if I wanted to say yes, there was a there was a feeling reflective because then, you know, when you're dealing with those issues, it's more. Your thing, you know, you you make it's making you think about your own self and how you could have effects on other people, you know. So, yeah, I, I like those. I like those episodes, and I think those episodes really worked really well. So, you know, I've got three episodes written down here. Episode eighteen, where you talked about learning tennis. Oh yes, I think yeah. that was the most. <laughs> Yes, that was hilarious. I really enjoyed listening. To that. I mean, I laughed big time when I listened to that one. Um, the other two that come to mind, they both have um, similar things to what um, Sean just mentioned earlier on. That's episode 23, where you talked about your older brother. And for me, being the eldest of five, um, was as if I was listening to one of my younger ones talking about me. You know, and I did reflect on the fact that I hope that is what they do think about me, about me being a proper leader as opposed to the leader by default that I am because I'm the eldest. Because I know, I mean, family dynamics are different all over the world. Just because you're the eldest doesn't necessarily mean you are a leader, but um, that did have an effect on me. The other one of interest, um, episode 15, where you talked about my younger self. Mm. And I remember um, talking to you about that one. And funny enough, this morning as I was about to leave the house, I was speaking with my son. And I was speaking to him in a way whereby he stopped doing what he was doing and he stared at me saying, what's wrong with you? 
and I just told him, listen, I'm just having fun with it. You know, because I like I called his name three times and I say, How many times did I call you? He refused to answer. So I, re- I went through the process like two or three times with him. Then eventually he then paused and said, Why are you speaking like that? And then I started talking, telling him the things that I expect of him and the things I'm expect I expect of him to achieve when he goes and things like that. And a lot of that was inspired by my younger self because um I'm a reflective person by default, as I as I mentioned to you, sometimes bothering on the edge of being um, being depressed by it, basically. But what I've tried to learn as time goes on is that there are a lot of things about my younger self that I would have loved to change. But on reflection, it's more of a cosmetic change, as opposed to um, as opposed to um, a heart or soulful kind of change. And what I now realize is that my younger self doesn't have to go back to my teenage years. Mm-hmm. My younger self can actually go back to last week or even last month or even last year. Whereas, okay, I need to get fitter. I need to be able to ride a bike, which I'm still going to do one day. So, and, you know, just little things like that. So I think I've kind of like tried to redefine what I refer to as my younger self. And that was really based on that episode 15. Yeah. Yes. I think that one, that it was also that one was really, really good because I didn't expect to have all of that kind of um, different voices and it was really, really well played, really well played. I did really like, and you listen to all of the people that you already know, it also is is good. Yeah. Thank you. And just to reiterate, in case uh, anyone's wondering who my older brother is, it is actually Sean who is on podcast today. Yeah, you sound alike. We do. Do we? <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> there are certain phrases you use. No, no, no. no. There's some words you use it, and it's like Debbie speaking to me in a different voice. Well, that's all. Yeah, so slow down. Let's slow down. I'm the older one. If you're the older one and you started talking in a certain way first, <laughs> then it's quite evident who is copying who. Just, just, just want to put it out there. You know, yeah, no, Debbie, Debbie said the same thing to me when I talked about going to Cuba. She said, "Oh, I went to Cuba first. <laughs> oh, good a man. Quick question, a quick question for uh, Debbie. Yeah. Um, so, does that mean this is your last podcast, or are you planning to do more? And also, really like to know how um, the podcast made you feel? I mean, how did you grow from it? What is it you have learned? The podcast will continue. This will be the end of series one. So series two will restart again early next year. And I have really enjoyed the process of doing this podcast. I was encouraged harassed, even bullied, to do this podcast by two people on this chat. One is Trevor and the other is Sean. So it's down to you two why I started in the first place. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't bully, I just tell. You're same difference. Well, I, well, I, I, I do, because I'm also an older brother. So I'm a bully. But, but even so, say after 10, we cannot always just 
uh, feel like, well, I've got to do it because it, you sort of, you know, you just get into that motion of doing it every Sunday. So it becomes an automatic thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it becomes, I think for me, I was always committed to doing a podcast. I was always committed to the longevity of the podcast. And I was really encouraged by a lot of the feedback that I received from various listeners. And I think one of the turning points for me was, I remember there was one Sunday when I hadn't released it as early as I would normally do it. And then suddenly I got messages saying, where's the podcast? I was like, oh, people are actually waiting for this. They want to listen to this. <laughs> that again was a, was, a, was a turning point for me. I had to thought, you know, I, I felt a responsibility to actually me get it out there because there are people actually waiting to listen to the, the, the next episode. I think, as I said, everything is about time. Without this, it's not. Um, I think just continue to enjoy it and do it. Um, and the fact that you're not doing it naturally, it's, it won't be, it will, I know it won't feel like a chore doing it. It will, it will probably, by you not doing it, even for one week, it sh- uh, you'll probably feel uncomfortable not doing it because you've got the habit of doing it right now. I think that these podcasts, the way that you, you style the podcast, people will get into it um eventually but I, I but i think it's something that has to grow naturally and i don't think you should look for it either so i think you think you know they are good podcasts i think you know you're, you're doing it the way that you want to do it and you know we're we're all here because you know we're, we're supporting you but I, I think we're all here because we like like we like the podcast and and you know long may uh can continue you know i mean it's it's, it's got to be a, a natural thing and and um it's not a pretentious thing. We, you know, it's all there. So, you know, I just just continue doing what you're doing, man. I mean, it's. I think it's really. I think uh, the podcasts are really good. So, one of the episodes that I enjoyed was the Monopoly episode, and one of the reasons why I liked it because it kind of brought in your competitive character, and also it kind of, it was very relatable because Monopoly is a game that we all like to argue about and we all have different styles of playing. And so I was able to relate to me playing that game with other people and the, the calamities that happen um, and sometimes the bitter feuds that I hear happen in other people's families. So I really oh, liked it. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I want you playing Monopoly. Or are, you, or are you one of those cutthroat ones, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually got the app which oh, kind of no. stops people from being able to cheat because you have to do it in a certain way so what does this I, app do sorry this, you, you use an app when you're playing the game yeah so basically um, let me get it up so how does how does the app help you with the game and I, I think I think it's wrong myself personally to, to use uh, an additional technical oh. Contentious no, there. No, Contentious. It's, it's the app is the game, so you play via the app. So, uh, okay. So instead of people being able to cheat by doing different things, you have to play it the way the makers intended you to play it. And that but, just but you means can still that argue. You, yeah, you can't argue because once it's your go, it's your go. People can't. Oh well, that ain't, that's not right. That's not what yeah, I is it? If it you takes can't argue, the game. 
You need deception. You need deception. Delete the game, man. Delete the game. Come on. I've already paid for it. It's too late. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's just a good way for me. Um, the other episode I really liked as well, and I guess a, a personal one as well, was um, when you were talking about your first experiences of racism with one of your good friends um, when you were young um, and how you realised that there was like a difference between you and them. So you were quite innocent to that, um, that dynamic. But then it was only when you kind of broke down how you weren't quite accepted, even though there was nothing, you know, fundamentally um, conflicting between friends until it came to getting to a certain level, like going to the house. And then all of a sudden it became a problem. I thought that was quite an interesting thing, particularly as I'm from a younger generation and our generation, in my opinion, was a bit more mixed. So I didn't really get any experience anywhere near that. Yeah, that was, that was um, kind of enlightening. Yeah, that was episode four, Open Your Minds. That was a, a reflection from the, the death of George Floyd. And there's a lot of talk around that time about what people went through and what people's experience of racism was. And, and I just wanted to share my experience, but also offer some kind of solution as well rather than having a rant about my experience in the past. I think all the episodes are very good. And um, all the episodes have something very special to say. And I think when you listen one episode, you think, oh, this is my favourite. This is, this is definitely my favourite. And then you listen the next one, and then it's like, oh, no, actually, Actually, this is my favorite. <laughs> so it is a bit difficult to actually choose one, mainly because um, each of them, it makes you feel something different. And by saying that, for instance, I can say the one that it talks like um, about the theater, yes, the to be or not to be, or the superpowers. Mm-hmm. And it can make you think, okay, well, I haven't thought about that one for a while. Yes, what is my, what will be my superpower? And also sport games take you back to thinking about a football match, things like that. Um, childhood also, I think maybe also one of the ones that I remember the most is the one I can't remember the title of the episode, but it's the one that your first day at school. Promises. Promising? Yes. It's about what you actually promise. And yes, but so the point is that all the somehow you are able to take the, the to take the, the the person who is listening to that point. And not many uh, podcasts are able to do that. They're very chatty. They're very, I don't know, good in sound effects or different kind of things. But you are able with um, little things or details to take you back or to make you think about a lot of things. So I think that is why I cannot really choose one. But I would say the promises uh, got me. I did really like that one. And also, I, I maybe 
maybe I do have a favorite. Maybe my favorite is the one called Help. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and the reason is because, first of all, it was, I think it was a kind of serious matter in a way, but you make me smile quite a lot with that one. You trying to set up the IKEA furniture, and it, it actually reminds me of myself trying to do different kind of tasks. And I think it was a very good episode. Um, and yeah, and it did make me smile. So that is the thing about your podcast. Uh, I can't really choose one because all of them have a very special piece of heart of, of in everyone. I think. Uh, there's one particular one where, you know, Trevor already pointed it out, uh, the, the one of thank you, which was really inspiring. And 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 the beautiful thing about it is, like Sean also said, it's like, you know, they're not all for the same person. Everyone will get something else out of it. And it sort of gave me my own daily inspiration because it sort of supports each other. That, you know, by you doing something, it inspires me. And it's sort of just like a ball. It just balls in. Because then I'm I'm continuing with your inspiration on my own side. And that will inspire another person. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And whether you do that as a podcast or as, you know, anything else, a regular podcast. Exactly. As a, as a book or, or, or anything, these things. Yeah, anything. Exactly. Yeah. But the yeah, but the beautiful thing is to keep it going, and and again, like Sean said, you know, next year somebody else might pick it up and think, oh my god, that's amazing. But you know, what we maybe like to know is what would you like to get out of it? Are you you know seeing it as a you know seeing it grow into uh, you know what what is it money you're after or is it recognition? What is it you want out of it? When I initially started a podcast. I just wanted an opportunity just to have my say. I felt free to actually express myself. And that's what I wanted to do. So now, and I thought if I can inspire others to express themselves, or if any one of my podcasts inspires even just one person, then it was well worth doing. And going forward, you know, that, that is what I'll continue to do. What this may turn into later on, not too sure. Maybe it might go into video podcast. Maybe it might turn into something else. At the moment, the door's open. Um, so in terms of platforms, are you only using your website as a platform or do you intend to put it on Spotify and Deezer and other platforms? It is currently available on all platforms. My favourite episode. Episode three, goals versus adversity. It's my favourite because, for those of you that don't know me, I love football. I've grown up around football. I've travelled the world because of football. I enjoyed playing it, up well, up to a few years ago. And what it was is just, I think it's, when you go to football, you can be anything you want to be outside the stadium. Once you go through the turnstiles, you're all kind of the same. You support the team, you live and die for the team, and you'd be amazed at the people that 
sit around you that you wouldn't know what they did for a living because we turn up there with our football jerseys or tops or whatever and we can carry on like lunatics only for you to find out when you leave the stadium that you you've sat next to a lawyer or a, a brain surgeon or or I don't know a civil rights activist yeah but you would never have known that when you're in the stadium but also within a game you can kind of see all the things that can happen to, to somebody during their passage through life good times bad times and how things can just change so I was actually at the um, the game and I went there with my, my daughter's godfather who is an avid Liverpool supporter. So we left our house together, well, my house, and we got to the stadium. And on reaching the stadium, I went in the Palace end and he went in the Liverpool end. Needless to say that by half time, there was quite a few bit of cursing going on on my side of the stadium. And Gavin, who was a Liverpool supporter, continued to text me and call me and try to get me to answer his calls when they were 3-0 up. Obviously, I was not accepting calls, bad reception and all that. So at half time, I, I thought, you know what? I'm not walking back with Gavin. So I'm leaving. And one of the guys said to me, oh, no, 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 stay, stay, stay. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. After about 10 minutes of the second half, I thought, nah, that's it. So I've left the stadium. On my way home, I stopped off to get some food. And then my phone buzzed. I looked at the phone, 3-1. I thought, yeah, whatever. Got the food. Driving home. Phone buzzes again. 3-2. I'm thinking, really? I get to my house. As I'm opening the front door, I can hear a whole heap of commotion in my front room. And it's the kids jumping up and down. So I've walked in and they looked at me and they said, where's Uncle Gavin? I said, no, he's still at the stadium. They said, it's free, free. I said, get away. I looked at the TV, it's free, free. I dropped the food down and then I thought, do I go back to the stadium? So now I'm ringing Gavin, but I'm getting no reply. Right? Right? So all the emotions of sadness, oh, they're so lucky, they're so this, that and the other. And literally, with a flip of a switch, it's the other way around. Anyway, needless to say that a few days later, because he wouldn't take no calls or messages from me for about three, four days, when he finally took the call, I said to him, but Gavin, I was outside waiting for you. And he was like, oh, oh. It took about three years for me to tell him that I wasn't actually outside there, right, um, waiting for him. But going back to what I liked about the podcast is that in life, you, we will all face adversity, yeah? And sometimes we feel like, why me? Why why me? Why why does it always have to be me? Why is nothing going my way? Yeah, but when you look at that match, as all the Palace supporters, I'm sure felt like me at half time, wanted to leave, 
um, giving up hope. And you should always have hope because where you have hope, you will find the will. And where you find the will, you will find the way. Yeah? And it doesn't always necessarily always manifest in a happy ending in as much as you draw or you win a game. But it might be just that that's enough for you to survive that experience and move on to another experience. And with that knowledge and that experience, be better prepared for the next adventure or the next adversity or whatever that comes your way. So that is why that is my favourite podcast. Thank you, Tone. Thank you. And that's that's one of my favourite ones as well. I have a few favourite ones, but Goals versus Adversity was really fun to produce. It was fun to get the reactions, particularly from um, the, the Liverpool supporters. What more can I say other than Oh, Jesus. One day But being as it's your podcast, we will just humour you. What about the Cuba one, though? Because you haven't really... You haven't really talked about the Cuba one because that was, uh, you know, I remember when you went to Cuba and I know that we, we, we looked at that one and stuff like that, but I mean, but, but still, um, regardless of how you put it together or as such, but that, but that was a, a story that has never left you really. The fact that you've been there and you, and you trained with that coach. And I mean, these are the type of things generally, you never forget, really. You know, you, you go somewhere and you meet some pretty cool people, but not only for talking, but you actually do something and you you, you just you just can't forget about that. I mean, what, what what about that one? Did you enjoy doing that that particular podcast? Yeah, so that was episode 27, An Apparent Ambition. The reason why I love doing that podcast, because it's another excuse to actually relive the moment of being in Cuba. And the reason why it was called an apparent ambition because the whole thing was completely unplanned I had no idea by asking our tour guide yeah it's all very well you showing us around Cuba as a tourist but what do you do in your spare time and when he said boxing it all spiraled from there took me to his gym uh, Hector Vincent was there I had no idea who he was at the time to be fairly honest I was just excited because I was training somewhere new it was all outdoor it looked exciting and then other people told me, oh, yeah, he's an Olympic gold champion. I was like, oh. And when I was training with him, he kept asking me, are you tired? Are you tired? And I kept saying, no, I wanted to die, literally. But I thought, well, I'm the only female in the gym. And I had to represent, I had to represent London as well. So I just kept going. And my friend was shocked when I said, yeah, 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 I'll come back tomorrow. And I did. But for me, it was it was one of those life experiences that you will just never forget because something like that doesn't happen every day. Any excuse to talk about that and relive that is just joyous to me. Well, I'll tell you what, and I've just remembered as uh, you're talking about that, I was in Canada and I was in... Um, a boxing gym. I was just training in a boxing gym, and 
Look, I mean, Cuba produced lots of, uh, you know, if you follow boxing, they produce lots of amateur boxers. Um, they got a long boxing tradition over there. And anyway, I, I bumped into this guy who was from Cuba, and I had some boxing lessons with him over there. He was a pretty cool guy, really. Funny enough, it was there in that gym that I learned how to use uh, the speedball. Not speedball, the... Um, yeah, it was a speedball, actually, yeah. Speedball. Yeah, I did. Um, and somebody uh, in the gym actually said to me, yeah, just just use that. So, you know, I think it was a good good podcast. It was uh, reminded me of my experiences, you know, kind of made me wish I... If, if I was... Uh, if I did get to Cuba, I mean, I'd, I'd want to do exactly the same thing because I, I, I like that kind of training as well. I think it was a, a great, it was a great story when you told me, even before the podcast, because uh, I remember when you, you told me about that you, you met this guy. And um, I thought it was uh, great that you actually uh, did this podcast, man. So, um, so yeah. But I mean, this comes back down to when you do, a, when, you, when you're doing the podcast, you probably don't know the effect that it has on other people. It's just making you yourself reflect on other things that you may or you know that you may have done or things experiences that you have done uh, in the past and not all the podcasts are going to affect because again the each podcast is, is is like a book you know you don't like every single book but you can take something from a podcast like the like the, the cuba one and if you have went to been to cuba or you have been in any box to train or you know you know i don't know whatever but you know a story makes you reflect sometimes even on your own past and your own experiences and conversations or places that you've been. Um, so I think that that particular podcast was, uh, was, was good. You know, it is storytelling as well, isn't it, Debbie? I mean, that's, that's, that's what you're doing, right? Yeah, exactly. For each of the episodes, for majority of them, they're all personal stories, but it's just told in a way, or I've tried to tell it in a way, to make it interesting. One of the ones that I completely made creative, which is one of my favorites, and it's just an everyday or normal everyday experience. And that was episode five, If Music Be the Food of Love. I decided to go into the shopping center one day just to pick up a couple of bits. And I'd wanted to share the experience of just listening, just putting headphones in, listening to some music and the effects it has on you. And it brought me back to going to a Prince concert. And just the memories of being in that concert, I thought, well, how can I turn this into a podcast? And I had the most fun Hold doing it. Hold on a second. Can I ask a question, Debbie? Yeah. You went to do a bit of shopping. Yes. You put a set of headphones on. Yeah. And it took you back to being in a Prince concert. Yes, because I was playing a Prince uh, playlist when I was when I was walking to. No, the, no, that's what, fine. What shop did you go to? What shop did I go to? I went to M and S. and I went to Sainsbury's. Okay, no, no, because I'm going to get my own headphones and put it on and go into them shops, and hopefully, right, I might well, see. Well, um, I, well, I, I tell, I tell you what, Tony. Um, yeah, I'm. Um, I'm a serious music listener. Um, uh, I would say I'm pretty hardcore, really. I mean, I actually listen to a lot of music. And if I'm going to work or if I'm um, working or if I'm walking, training, 
you know, I've got music on all the time, all the time. Right. And it's mm-hmm. not one type of music. It's, it's music. And, you know, I came out of that period in the, in the eight you know, in the eighties. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one um, listening to, uh, on this podcast who went through that period where, where people really did love music and on a high level. Not Christopher. Um, Christopher's too young. But carry on. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was it was um, it was a special period, right? And I think the people who who I meet during that time do. But you know, music has that thing. You know, it, it it's um, it has a it's, it's a mood changing thing, and it can it can lift you, parachute you even through the most difficult of times. So I, you know. Even you know, look, no matter where you are, I mean, if if I'm if you if you go into uh, M and S or even Sainsbury, it doesn't matter. I mean, you 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 put on a you put on some pretty cool music, man. I mean, your your whole perspective on life just uh, completely changes. It's it's no it's no mistake that in movies, right, that they um, actually have music kicking off all the time, right? It changes. I mean, if you you could be in a some favela in in brazil and they got some really lovely music but at the end of the day it's a favela <laughs> right so so you know we, we all know the the power of music and, and where it can take you and and um and i'm sure we've all had that experience um regardless of of uh, what kind of music that we that we listen oh no, to. no 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 sure don't get me wrong yeah i, I love my music and like you Music goes with me everywhere, yeah? But I just want to go into Sainsbury's, put on, I don't know, Bobby Brown or New Edition. And as I'm walking through, looking for what tomato sauce is going to go with my um, pasta, yeah? Suddenly, see Bobby Brown dancing around on the stage in Wembley. I'm just winding Debbie up. well, look, Tony, I can tell you this. If you listen to Bobby Brown by looking by buying food, I'm telling you now, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get a good good selection of food, mate. He's not gonna <laughs> that music is not gonna he's not gonna inspire me to get to get some good meat or vegetables or whatever. No. Uh, no, 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 no. It usually helps me when I'm getting the chocolates and that. That's just very good, isn't it? <laughs> ah eh? don't be cruel. <laughs> well, I, I, it's just two things I like to to mention. Um, one is the foot. I'm not a football fan. I don't like football. I'm a rugby man. But well, I love still, rugby as well, mate. Trust me. Yeah, love rugby. I I was screaming at the TV when England played France. Oh, <laughs> but uh, good game. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I thought it was a pretty poor game. To be honest. No, good, good end. Win, but that's about it. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, but what I did love was I'm a big podcast follower. I listen to loads and loads of podcasts, but that's the first time I'd ever heard sound effects like that, and it made you feel like you were there. The sound effects, sound effects, made a massive difference in that episode. And for me, I'd like to see more of that innovative stuff that you were doing. You've done innovative stuff throughout all. Yeah, the I, I, podcasts, I agree with you. I want to see that innovation. Yeah, continue. Yeah, continue to grow. 
And and I'm also interested in how you feel the podcast has affected your public speaking. I've seen you grow as a speaker. It's allowed me to think on my feet a lot more because I haven't been able to plan far ahead in terms of what I'm going to say each week. A lot of the time it has been leaving it to the night before, which is really awful. I wouldn't wouldn't advise that for anyone to do. But it's allowed me to think on my feet and it's allowed me to prepare to prepare at short notice something to say with meaning. But I mean I would I, I would say though, Debbie, I mean you you've been in preparation. Um the preparation didn't start when you started doing the podcast. Um you've done other things beforehand and you know um you, you know everything is sometimes we feel like we're planning at almost at the last moment on, on uh, things sometimes, but we forget that we, we got, we gained all of that experience already. Um, because I think if you, if you were doing this completely new now, tomorrow, you never had done all the things you've done before. Um, you would really struggle to, to get it done. So I, I, you know, I think we can never discount our, our experience, your, your experience, for sure. You know, it, the, 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 you know, the preparation was already there and that's it. You know I mean? And, and the more you do the podcast, it will get better. And, 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 and like Trevor, um, you know, I, I listen to lots of podcasts as well. So, you know, once you, when you get used to listening to a lot, a lot of podcasts, I mean, you, you know, when you, you did all that production stuff, um, you know, it, it does make a difference. And, uh, and I think you should do more of it. It's, it, it is, uh, it, it works. It's, it's probably harder work because as you said, you, you did the Christmas one and you said that you, it, it took about half an hour to, to record, but then it took you two hours to, to edit. But, you know, sometimes it's just like that, you know, uh, sometimes you have to work that hard to, to, to make something so, so special. I think the last one was really, really good for that reason. So you spent the two hours. Well, I think this is, is two hours uh, worth spent, you know, uh, producing, making those, putting those sound effects in. Or when you did the football one, putting that sound effect in, it, it makes a big difference, you know. And, uh, you know, I think you should, you, you know, you should, you should work that in even more to your, to your work. You know, and, uh, you know, when I, whenever, whenever I, all of the, the, um, the uh the podcasts i i follow you know i follow other other people um but those that do put the effort in you know it's, it's either through research as i said deep research and even if they're talking for five minutes you 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 can hear it you know you you know that they've you know you know that they've uh they're, they're really into their subject you know you know they, they have researched it they might have had to read 10 books or 20 articles or, or, or whatever. Um, but even in those two or three minutes, the quality of what they're saying is just there as a, as, as a big podcast listener, listener as, as well, as I'm sure Trevor will agree, you know, is you just, just, just keep on going, man. You know? Yeah. I, th- I think you listen to so many podcasts and I'm, I'm always on the hunt for something that's a bit different. 
you know, because they're all, so many of them are the same. And they're the same format, the same thing, day in, day out. And after a while, you listen to, I don't know, you might listen to like, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 episodes of someone and then say, yeah, I'm bored with that because it's the same. They use a, a formula and a format and it doesn't vary. But but by putting in what you were doing, you're you're being different all the time. So you 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 know you do something that's hooks the people, which is what you're doing. Hook hook them and give them something that I don't know, just makes them think a little different each time. And that for me, that I'm well, I'm sure I, I I'm sure you remember me saying congratulating you on the sound effects and the difference it made. And it was the first time I'd ever heard, out of all the podcasts I'd heard, first time I'd ever heard sound effects like that on a podcast. My final words concerning the podcast, for me, it was a good way just to see your growth and development. I really found your your creativity and your mind um, just, you know, fascinating and it's kind of inspired me. So my final words is to keep on going, keep on creative and as everyone else is saying keep those sound effects banging thank you don't push it don't force it let it happen naturally thank you bernard you're welcome all i say is that every single episode you've improved you've got better and with each one it's become more and more natural and like everyone said, you're turning into a very good storyteller. Well done. Keep keep going. Every week is true. I'm, I'm looking forward to see and to listen the podcast, but not just the podcast. It's really the message that you're trying to get through people. And, and I have to say that maybe... No one told you before, but your voice, I think, is great also. And it's very encouraging the way that you speak and telling the stories because it's really natural. So you're not trying or pretending to do something. It's just you telling your own kind of story in your own kind of way, uh, in a natural way. And yes, please, let us enjoy more with your stories. I would like to give a special thanks to all my guests. Your comments and encouragement are very much appreciated. I would like to further thank all listeners. And if you have any feedback about the podcast, please visit the website debbiewilliamspodcast.com and leave any comments. I look forward to delivering Series 2 in the new year. And in the meantime, take it easy out there.